take a walk, ride, stroll, or just listen as you take hold and engage because you are now entering the Cerebral Podcast. The wordplay of the day. Over the years, some people told me that the more I prayed, the more I would be healed. But I couldn't heal their discomfort. Sometimes people prayed upon me, and they didn't realize the prayers exerted expectations on me. The thought of the day comes from American author, disability rights advocate, and political activist, Helen Keller. She was born in West Alabama in 1880. She lost her sight and hearing after developing what was likely meningitis when she was around two years old. She said, I can see, and that is why I am happy. In what you call dark, but which to me is golden. I can see a God-made world, not a man-made one. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Cerebral Podcast. For new listeners, the Cerebral Podcast is me talking about my crutches as disability devices and literary devices. For me, cerebral palsy is an oxymoron. I grew up before the ADA like a fish out of water in a mainstream environment. I used my cerebral against the palsy with a 6T formula of think, trust, tool, try, test, and train. I did my best to develop my body and my mind. I've also used the agile mindset throughout my life and career. I've often tested myself by pushing myself and different envelopes. Before we get deeper into this episode, I want to thank listeners in Australia, Brazil, Thailand, the United Kingdom, and of course, the United States. This is episode 102. Thank you for joining me today. And for those returning listeners, thank you for sticking with me. Preface, April is National Poetry Month. I have been talking about original poems that I have written. In the last episode, I talked about being outfit and being dressed in an outfit. Today, I am talking about an original poem called Crippled Cross with a religious holy week in the Catholic and other churches. I wanted to talk about some of the religious pressures and symbolism I felt because of my crutches. I don't intend to be disrespectful, but I wanted to have a disability discussion. In this week's Rite of Past Experiences or Rope, I talk about how I grappled with some of the religious messages around my crutches and my disability. Be sure to listen for one or two things that you can take away from this episode. Now, let's both take hold and engage.
I wrote the poem Crippled Cross in 1998. It dealt with many of the religious and other expectations of me being healed. Crippled Cross. The church is where they started to preach. With divine words littered throughout their mighty speech. But for me, the message is out of reach. Therefore, I automatically question the way they teach. Slowly, I become very suspicious because I wonder if their motives are really religious. I suddenly get very scared when they say my affliction must be eternally bared. Born with bad luck, this is the way I have been stuck. On my shoulders comes down the weight, burdened with the inability to relate. I am at a loss to explain the inadequacy I feel. After the request comes for me to heal, and my embarrassment I can no longer conceal, because I know I can never satisfy their ideal. Since my situation cannot be reversed, I can never escape the church's holy curse. How can it condemn since God made it happen? Nonetheless, they still forsake because of the judgments they incorrectly make. It doesn't matter how much I walk because I know people still watch me like a hawk. The only thing I can do is pray for them to eventually look away. Suddenly I sense their potential to betray. I just wish they would finally let me go my own way. I could experience such relief if they erase this basic healing belief because it is up to the priest until he does it I cannot be released thank you in this week's rite of passage experiences or rope I am talking about some of some of the religious pressures I felt the title of the poem crippled cross comes from Jesus having to bear not only his situation, but absorbing the problems and issues and humiliations that were projected onto him by other people. As a kid, I needed not only to handle my crutches and my disability, but I also needed to handle the misunderstandings of other people. In the Bible, there were stories of the lame or the sick or other disabled people. And sometimes I felt and heard some people say, pray harder or believe more and you will be healed. Being cured or having my disability taken away was a supposed goal of grace. As a kid, I sometimes wanted it to be taken away because I saw how difficult things were not only for me, but also the people around me. 
the power of God and the mightiness of miracles bestowed a sense of false hope. The idea that I needed to believe more or have more faith to be healed created this ideal of walking or throwing away my crutches. Being normal, not being weird, or not making people uncomfortable was difficult because I frequently felt that I needed to adapt. To people without disabilities, crutches often symbolize sickness or weakness. But to myself and other people with disability devices, they use and utilize the tools to navigate the world. My disability is not as difficult as trying to change people's minds or mindsets. Some people have negative associations with crutches. I now have positive associations with my crutches because they empower me to move and steer myself throughout the world. I have a positive association with my crutches because they empower me to move and steer myself through the outside world. I don't know any other way to orient myself except through my disability and with my crutches because I have had them so long and I was born with my disability. The need for healing was sometimes superimposed on me. But sometimes I saw an inability to relate. The possible loss of abilities for people who have them can be very visceral. The bad luck I talked about was the manifestation that I needed to be healed or cured. I was born with spinal meningitis that left me with cerebral palsy. I haven't lived a day without my disability. I stand up with my crutches, but my bigger stand is to be understood. The symbol of my disability and my crutches reminds people of my disability. But... My crutches remind me of how I manage my disability. Dealing with my disability is not the hardest part. Dealing with misunderstandings and exhausting explanations sometimes are. With my crutches, I am reminded every day how well I manage my disability. Frankly, sometimes I pray for the patience to deal with the uncertainty of people and the anxiety of, of other people. As a kid, I felt condemned or unable to answer the question of how did this happen? The answer to those questions are things that I have grappled with for years. I have realized that for me, that it is not really a productive question. It just creates those broken loops of possibilities that can never be answered. Unless there is a definitive or a consensus answer. But coming to an agreement means getting an agreement from the rest of my family. Just like I cannot satisfy their ideal, I cannot, I will never get a perfect answer. One ideal, therefore, cancels out the other ideal. That is why my disability is easier for me to reconcile or decide.
my disability is just bigger than me. That statement is not easy to say, but it is hard to live with. The longer I have lived with it, the easier it has become to manage. Disability management is easier within myself than it is out in the world. My SRO policy is not something I wish or pray to solve. I only want to figure out how to live with it more effectively. There are many mysteries in life. There are mysteries that go beyond my understanding. I'd like to tell you a short story about a theologian with a disability. According to the New York Times, by the time theologian and sociologist Nancy Eastland was 13 years old, she had 11 operations for a congenital bone defect. She had pain in her hips for most of her life. She wrote in her influential book, The Disabled God, that Jesus, after his resurrection, invited his friends to touch his wounds. She argued that God is someone that people with disabilities can identify with. Jesus was not cured and made whole in Luke's Gospel. His injury became part of him. Neither a divine punishment nor an opportunity for healing. There are many mysteries in life that we cannot particularly solve. Answers are also likely to change over time. The information we have, the resources we have access to, and the sustainability to live in a man-made world. Limitations exist beyond disabilities and understanding. You can look inside yourself or to the sky, or just look at the figures in your life. And hopefully those figures together will help you figure things out differently. Were there one or two things that you could lean into or learn from? Did something I said stick with you? There are more episode resources in the show notes. Thank you for allowing me to be a voice inside your head. Please share this podcast with someone you know. Were there one or two specific things that you learned or liked? Would you mind joining and sharing it on the Cerebral Podcast Facebook group? You can listen to the show on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. Thank you to the listeners who support the show on the Cerebral Podcast Facebook group. I invite you to join the group. You can also email the show at thecerebralpodcast at gmail.com or send questions, comments, or ideas for the show. And remember, it takes effort to be vulnerable, be accountable, and be respectful in the way you treat others and yourself. You can be the biggest variable in your life when you take ownership. Now, take hold, engage in your world. You are now leaving the Cerebral Podcast. I never give up.